Ah, the crack of the bat. <laughs> Dang it, John. Stop <laughs> knocking over my peanuts. Ah, the crack of the jack. <laughs> Am I right? Cracker jacks. Because everybody's going to be mad at us if we talk throughout this whole game. We've been talking the whole time already. I don't think they notice. We brought our microphones <laughs> to a baseball oh, game. Hey, hey, guys. What are, what are you doing here? Matt, oh, you, oh, watching baseball. Yeah, we're just loving the baseball game. Talking Love during a baseball The crack game. of the bat and Love all that. Sport. Guys, what, what, what's with the mics? Um, are you guys recording an episode? Well, <sighs> we don't really. We, I mean, we were just kind of. I don't know why we brought these. Come on, don't be modest. We're, we just kind of carry them with us just in case, you know, but <sighs> I don't know. We figured we would take them out and record just because we didn't have any content. We right. were just wanted to record something. Yeah, we got to get something out by Tuesday. Yeah, yeah we were just, we just going to say that we didn't have anything. But <laughs> We didn't have just, much planned, but you want to be a guest on it? Dude, I was just doing play-by-play on my own, so I'm happy to do Ooh. this. You've got an yes. extra mic. Oh, yeah, for sure. Is this, this it? Game no, you have your own from play-by-play. <laughs> what? That's what that is you're holding. <laughs> oh, that's my mic. <laughs> I remember now. This is great. Wow, look at all this content we're about to have. It's, we should probably leave, though, hey? Yeah, it's kind of loud. I can hardly hear you guys. But it's like in the middle of the game, so... No, don't worry. This game's 13-zip in the first inning. So Wait, what? Not. Should we hit up that cafe that's down there? Yeah, let's do that. Let's maybe do that. Ah, yes, the Whitecap uh, Ballpark pop-up shop. <laughs> I do really miss the smell of the hot dog, though. So is... Is there any repercussion to hitting the the batter with the ball? Yeah, now there is. You'll get like a warning if it's considered intentional. Uh, <laughs> then they'll basically just move you right out. But there was one guy, guy named by the name of Doc Gooden. Guy pitched a no hitter, which is unheard of already, uh, on LSD. The whole game. He was on LSD. He was wigging out on LSD. What is that considered doping or? <laughs> in the 80s that's just baseball that's, uh, that's what they call microdoping right yeah exactly <laughs> that's what they mean by microdoping he uh he was playing the cincinnati reds division rival of pittsburgh pirates he walked up to the reds in batting practice and said every single one of you i am going to hit you every time and he beamed the first three batters the fourth guy was playing dodgeball, so he got a free base, and he hit the fifth guy, and then they pulled him. Wow. They gave him four guys to hit? And then they're like, this yeah. must be intentional. Let's pull yeah. this guy. This is dangerous. He was on LSD? I'm not sure about that time, but oh, okay. all of the times oh. he was. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a good chance. Did he get, yeah. Would you get punched in that day and age for hitting a... Oh, you would get just... Yeah, throttled. Because that's another yeah. thing that happens is you get straight up decked. Yeah, in yeah. baseball. Yeah. Oh yeah, the guy that gets like he rushes the mound and he'll he'll oh. he'll he'll yeah. but hit you. Baseball fights are lame though. They're just oh. a bunch of guys throwing throwing like hold me back punches. Yeah, they all are oh. like that. Hey, they're yeah. all kind of up. Every once in a while though, you get a good one. Shout out to Rognet Ador. <laughs> Shout out to Jose Batista's face. <laughs> Is that who it was? Yeah, Jays were playing, who was it, Cleveland? No. no Texas. Texas. No, Jays were playing Texas. I knew that beforehand. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
Jose Bautista. Does that name sound oh, familiar? Yeah. Oh yeah, that oh might yeah. Be the b- most well-known name in yeah. baseball. He's one of the. Yep. He was one of the big <laughs> one of the big Jays guys, and he got laid out like a full like hook landed yeah. right on his jaw, knocked his sunglasses off like Ooh. like mm-hmm. a like a KO punch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. impressive. He, it was a really tense game. He slid into second with a takeout slide, which you're not supposed to do. What's a takeout slide? So it's you, when you ordered the slide ahead of time and then. Uh, <laughs> 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 so he goes to pick up his takeout slide. <laughs> he goes to the pickup window. And Jose yeah. Bautista's already eating it. <laughs> yeah, and he was second so base mad. for Jose Bautista. Second base for Jose Bautista. <laughs> so he shows the receipt from online. Because they didn't believe it was him. <laughs> and takes out Odor's feet in the process. And Odor doesn't like that. So he slaps him with the glove. And Jose, like, squares up. And he wasn't quick enough because he got cold cocked in the jaw. Ooh. And he just... Props to him because he stood up for it. But it was a beautiful moment. Yeah, Yikes. it was a solid punch. I was mad. I watched that game. I was mad because... When the Jays were doing well, I like my grandpa was a massive Jays fan. Mm-hmm. So I'll, when they yep. do well, I'll follow it a lot more. Mine too. And that was like end of the season, or was that playoffs? That was right it after. Was later. That was the year after that really exciting playoff series right. where Jose had that bat flip. Right, right, right. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was also epic. Oh, wild. So epic. It was Love beautiful. It. Yeah, it was wonderful. That's mm-hmm. the one time I've ever like solidly cheered for the Jays. Yeah, that wow. was great. But I was mad because I wanted the Jays to be the ones punching mm-hmm. other people. Yeah. <laughs> not getting, not on the yeah. receiving end of punches. And when someone gets decked, you just like, there's so much aggression of like, justice needs, you need to be decked now. Yeah. You've decked someone, yeah. now I, justice needs to be served into your face. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It didn't happen. And everyone like, all, not one else's punches landed. Yeah. That's baseball fights. Baseball's full of this weird like, unwritten morality where if like, I hit a home run and I'm too happy about it, you get to throw a baseball at my head <laughs> and <What>? hurt me. <laughs> yeah. How can you be too happy? Is this rubbing it in another team's face? Yeah. Okay. You'd... Like you're selling too hard. But even like just a normal, like I'm happy with myself. Yeah. Can be too much. Yeah. Oh. Punishable by concussion <laughs> because you hurt the pitcher's feelings just a little. Huh. Yeah. Does that happen to other sports? Like hockey? No. Players sell you ripping hard after yeah. a goal. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And the other team is, they just, they take it. Football is the same. Okay. They actually took it out for a little bit. That right. was very interesting. Yeah. You used to get huge penalties for celebrating, and then everyone's like, oh, my goodness, this is, like, not actually good taking this out of the yeah. game. And they I brought it back in. It was great. Football's got a big issue with, like, the players want to do something, and then the league's like, yeah. But <laughs> right. so true. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just watch for the football. <laughs> <laughs> I watch for the flag. <laughs> Dang. CFL football? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Every time I see a flag, I stand up. Immediately. Out of respect. Yep. <laughs> oh, you're talking about flag football. I love We are flags. talking about flag football, known as the NFL. Flag football. Oh. Yeah. The football oh, that's all about yeah. the flag. <laughs> National Ooh. flag. Not the ones in your pockets. <laughs> no. Wow, that's a great little play you made there. Yeah. Thanks. If somebody flags you down, are you... Up again, hand on heart. <laughs> Dedicated man. <laughs> Take note, Roger Goodell. Briefly, there's been a bunch of stuff. Colin Kaepernick 
two or three years ago, briefly. Mm-hmm. He kneeled for the anthem. It's a massive deal. Yeah. It's an ongoing thing. Mm-hmm. The league is kind of criminalizing players yeah. for choosing to kneel or mm-hmm. not partake in the anthem. That's oh, like okay. the gist. Yeah. Is it because the majority of NFL watchers are super patriotic mm-hmm. type thing? It's because the president is like... Quote, oh, unquote, super patriotic. Right. Yeah. right. The president calls it un-American to not stand for the anthem. Right. Something so, that they've done for not that long when they used to not even be out of the locker room for the anthem. But that's yeah. neither here nor there. Right. Yeah. Should be noted, Colin Kaepernick was kneeling to protest police brutality. Right. right. Okay. Which is a, a lot yeah. of stuff is, is yeah. based in that yeah. so, vein. Yeah. A lot of the discussion around Colin Kaepernick kind of leaves that out. And so it, 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 it... And this is the only tool they have in that narrative is to position him as uh, somebody who's protesting the flag or the anthem. Right. right. He's and not, that's what they've made it about. He's protesting during mm-hmm. the anthem. Yeah. Which is completely different. I would agree. Yeah. Anyways, that's the most politics we've ever talked about on this show. That's true. <laughs> Do you want to get really political now? It's not very political. Hey, it's your, you're the guest. Uh, Madden 18, I think the beta released uh, and there's a big song big sean song that mentions colin kaepernick and it's a nice little double entendre playing mm-hmm. on words stuff like that <clears throat> colin kaepernick's name has been bleeped out of the song what, what? on the nfl like madden nfl 18 what yeah that's... 19 sorry oh 19 yeah oh, the, the, new one. the new release yeah that's so stupid. that's they, messed they right took out took his name out so big sean tweeted today he said look like nothing nothing nobody on my team approved this um. Yeah, we're not on board with this at all. Right. Yeah. Do they have a kneel button in Madden games? That is a play you can run. You can run a quarterback kneel. Oh, that's uh, not that's anymore. <laughs> and also, they, play. they took the play out of the yeah. game. <laughs> you now stand. You throw the football on the ground, and you stand with your hand in your heart. And take your helmet off, which is you a 15-yard penalty. You have to take your penalty, helmet off. Right? Yeah. Which is a 15-yard penalty. Yeah. Immediately. You just have to take the penalty, though. Yeah. Have to. That's my order over here. Yep. You'll be right here. That's my coffee. Thank you. What'd you get? This is a little cappuccino. My go-to. Um... We're gonna do the biz. Cue Let's that. Cue that biz song. Talking about business and my business. Everything about my business. We're talking about business. Everything business. Talking about my business. The biz. So currently, I'm outnumbered three to one. Uh, one being me and the other three being graphic designer. Is that a fair label for you all? Graphic yes. designer? Sure. Yes. I'll take it. Is that okay? I don't mm-hmm. actually know what the correct yeah. term is because I'm the one and you're the three. When I explain what I do now, I'm a graphic and web designer. Graphic mm. and web designer? Mm-hmm. Tim, yeah. what would you describe you, what you do I'd as? I'd say primarily graphic, but recently web. Graphic and... But graphic design is what I would is say. Fair. Mm-hmm. And John, what would you say? Ooh. Yeah. Graphic, graphic designer... Majoring in graphic design, minoring in front-end development. Sick. What the heck but does that, that mean? changes from time to time. Sounds sick. Anyways, so um, all three of you are in a similar field. Is that fair to say? And mm-hmm. not the yes, one sir. that we were just watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I want to allow you guys to talk about your business because I always talk about mine. Mm, so, fair. 
Adam coming in, also doing a lot of stuff. I want to give some room to you to talk about some stuff. But yeah, so I don't know what. What do you want to talk about? What kind of stuff is going on? All right, let's uh, let's go through this one. I want to know. Recently, we've seen on Instagram this "ask me a question" feature. Yeah, which has mixed reviews and is a conversation of its own. Uh, I follow a lot of graphic designers, web designers, whatever you will be. I'm sure you guys do the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been every time somebody that I follow whose work I respect has that thing pop up. I always like to ask them, uh, how can you describe your creative process or uh, what's something that is crucial to your creative pre- process? Because I believe that that uh, says a lot about how we create and what we create. So yeah. I would like to know from you guys. Let's start with Tim. What's something that's crucial to your creative process? Um, I, I don't know. I I've never really thought about. I've never really thought about it, like just a process that I go through when I mm-hmm. make something. Thinking about it now, I I like to get a lot of inspiration. I'm assuming that's something that most people do. Um, but something I've been thinking about a lot recently is that I get very like seeing good design affects me a lot where mm-hmm. seeing b- bad design affects me just as much. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if I know, if I see something and I'm like, this just doesn't look bad. I like, I know that I haven't been doing this for that long and I can learn a lot and I'm not anywhere near that I could be at this point. Mm-hmm. I, I see something that I know has gone through many levels of people and it looks, I think looks bad. I get like demotivated almost mm-hmm. like, I don't know why mm-hmm. I'm even doing this. If something like this can make it through and I, I don't think I could necessarily make something better. It's just that I feel like I know that something could be better about it. Mm-hmm. And so, this has gone through the levels. Yeah. And it should I be. I mean, that, that could be like that could be that why could be said something about. Yeah, exactly. It could be go- going through like a number yeah. of corporate people that don't care about what is necessarily good. They just want to know what they know what they want it to look like. And right. that could be just bad. Mm-hmm. True. But that again, that is another thing that could like demotivate me. It's like if I create something good, what's stopping the person I'm making it for from making it bad? And then just me having to fight through this to actually just finish yeah. it. So get, to get back to that, I don't really know what, like, I guess just seeing good design and like being motivated that way is like, right. if I know there's something good out there and I feel like it's good, that means I have some good taste, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't know. I, the process that I go through is like, I see something nice and I just, I try to make something that makes me feel that way. That sounds right. really lame and really dumb, sure. but no, I, I, I feel like, um, I want to, make other people feel that way about design as well. Like I, I, I really hate the way I feel when I see something bad and I like, mm-hmm. I just want to quit almost like it's, it's such a strong feeling. I don't know yeah. why, but yeah, I guess, I don't know. I try to find things that inspire me, which are things that I think are good. Yeah. And then I try to make other people feel that way. And I, I think try to make something. We started to touch on a really interesting point as well. Uh, when we see something in the world, in the wild that, doesn't resonate with us or we feel was unfinished or um, just ignorant yeah. uh, to the task it was meant to accomplish or the public. Uh, I think sometimes we forget that the designer wasn't the only one involved in that process. Right. For sure. Right. Um, I remember the Las Vegas Golden Knights logo. Mm-hmm. It I wouldn't call it a, a great logo, especially considering some of the stuff that's out in the NHL, like the old Jets logo, the new Jets logo, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I look at that, and my first thought was always, shoot, this designer did 
an underwhelming job. Right. But I know that designer. His name's Andrew Sterlichini. He works for Adidas. Phenomenal designer. Uh, he did everything for the World Cup uh, okay. hockey, which looked very good. Uh, he does a fantastic job on all that work, and I felt undersold on the Vegas Golden Knights logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they went through and they showed pieces of their process and stuff that they had left behind. And it was this great in-depth look, but I, I couldn't stop getting the feeling that this logo could have been so much more if yeah. one or two people didn't have their hands in it. Right. And that's coming at it from strictly a graphic design standpoint. Mm-hmm. What I want to see is often the designer's best idea of his work. Right. Can I jump in for two seconds? Yes. I want to let John answer this question before I say something, but I want to dig into that thought yes. a little bit more because Let's that's something that. that pertains to all of us. Yeah. So I like that a lot. But John, I want you to answer first so we can keep this okay. fluid. Uh, what was the question again? Uh, what's I something mean, that's crucial yeah. to your creative process? Um, I guess a few things. Uh, first of all, I'd like to quote a great designer, uh, Dan Cassaro. Uh, and his uh, takes on creative process where he says uh, guys what if graphic design is not a process what if we're just supposed to nail it on the first try and then shut the F up about it (laughs) (laughs) well thanks for having me on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it might be a little bit of a process though Um, what's important to me Um, I think as time has gone on like you were talking about inspiration before I think I'm uh, inspiration for me now is I try to like, you know, file things away as I see them mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that it kind of creates a more underlying like knowledge of different approaches to things. Right. So that when I'm in like a particular project, I'm not like trying not to just like reference a thing, right? right. Mm. But I just like try to have like background knowledge of things. Um, so I joined a like I used to work on my own, right. and then like Tim kind of. Yeah. Um, except then I was the only person on the team, and then like since joining a team, definitely like the the earlier I get feedback is probably the better. Or I mean, like I work with a bunch of other designers, so I can show them that kind of like rough stage stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I'm just like stuck on a thing, and then I show them like, oh, this is all I have right now, and then they're like, oh yeah, this is actually pretty good. Um, so sometimes you kind of get in your own head and like, mm-hmm. oh, for sure try to keep coming up with brand new things like brand new directions mm-hmm. whereas like a thing that you've already made is maybe a few steps away from working right um i think that's very very crucial though a thing that you've made is a few steps away from working mm-hmm. i think that's really important to understand um because if we're and there's something fantastic about liking what you do mm-hmm. i think that's amazing um and to to kind of touch on this comment of process, one reason why I find process so important uh, is if there's nothing to separate it from, if, if there's no rhyme and reason for what you're doing, uh, then it simply becomes art. Mm, mm-hmm. Zinger on art. and Not a, not a <laughs> zinger on art at all. No. Uh, art is fantastic. Um, and I think I grow most when I'm uh, immersed in art, uh, which is another topic. But... Uh, if it's art, then what you like matters just as much as what somebody else likes. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you have a process, uh, then you have basically a, a set of tasks that you hope at the end might produce something that works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and then it doesn't become so much about what somebody else likes or doesn't like because at the end of the day that's an argument that can't be challenged hmm. and it, it usually doesn't provide so much help but if you have a process then you can provide something that works mm-hmm. right. which is important because we all need things that work yeah so freaking true <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine your iPhone if it was the way everybody liked it. Right. It wouldn't work. Am <laughs> <No. laughs> I understanding? I'll, I'm falling. I'll, I think. I'll tell you this uh, if it was the way my dad liked it, the text would be huge. <laughs> One word Shout scroll. out to my dad. One word mm-hmm. scroll. That's great. <laughs> this makes me think immediately. Um, I'm always. I must. I'm slightly envious of what you guys get to do because you guys get to create all the time. Mm-hmm. And my job is very full of many things mm-hmm. and creating is not always one of them. Mm. There's a, there is some time that I spend and as I transition into different seasons where we try to grow into new areas, I get to create lots of stuff. Right. There's definitely a huge component of my job that has creation in it. But it's I don't... It's not as much of a core th- piece as I feel like it is for for you guys, right. where it's like you are tasked with creating whatever a mm-hmm. brand, uh, an illustration, a logo, uh, a website, whatever. You have to create it. Yep. Now there is a huge amount of pressure that comes with having to create all the time. It, it's a it's a remarkable amount of creative energy that is that is has to be channeled into that. And I imagine having to do that all the time, which were. I understand where process comes into that very much then. Because if you don't have like some mm-hmm. sort of system, some mm-hmm. kind of thing that works for you, that must be even more. Because yeah. if you're starting anew every time you're creating something, I can't imagine that working. There has to be some sort of system that you follow. Hmm. Like so, if you're just waiting around for inspiration. Mm-hmm. Right. You yeah. might, hoping it finds like you or grabs you. that creative spark or whatever. Right. right. You could wait a while. You yeah. have to have a, a, some sort of, yeah. yeah, some sort of process. So, yeah. so I love my job like crazy. I love mm-hmm. all the components of it. I love that I don't have to create all the time. I yeah. love that I get to do other pieces of that. I love that. But I'm envious that you guys get to create so much. Whereas sometimes mm-hmm. I go through seasons where I don't create very much at all. Yeah. Which I find very interesting. Hmm. I feel you on so many levels because that's the my favorite part of my job but you're right the pressure on that is insane right i start there is never been a time where the thing that i'm working on doesn't start with a blank sheet that is it yeah and whatever i do it can't look like that at the end as much as everybody says they like clean and modern and white space they don't. Not when it's they, just that. They, yeah. <laughs> they don't want just that. Uh, and that pressure is crazy hard. Yeah. One of my favorite jobs was actually the exact opposite. I would work and make caskets. And I was doing the same thing from the time I started to the time I finished. And sometimes I would switch tasks, but there were... It, it wasn't uncommon for once or twice a week I would have a task that would last me more than a day. Right. And it was just monotonous. Right. But Monotony. at the end, I had this sense of accomplishment mm. that right. I don't get in graphic design. Hmm. Hmm. Because when a project is done, yeah. my project manager, manager gets mm. an email, and then we ship the things off, and I'm on to the next thing. Yeah. Right. There's no, like, boom, no. we did it. It's like, no. we're moving on. It's yeah. the next thing. It's the next day. Here yeah. we go. I have no 
opportunity to sit back and enjoy the fruits of my labor, hmm. which I'm not complaining about. Yeah. All right. Because what I get to do every day is incredible. Mm-hmm. So part of me thinks that each of us in our different roles needs to inject definite chunks of creativity, but also there needs to be a balance of process in that. Because if what you're saying is like, yeah, I loved when I didn't have to think about stuff as much or when I could just work, there are ways to implement systems into what you do to give you more of that sure. in mm-hmm. any creative process. So what I found in my work is I, like, I do like the balance. Sure, I wish I was doing more of one of them at one time. It'll always be that way. The grass is always greener. Right. But having those systems is nice because then you don't have to think you can work. Yeah. And having the creative room is nice because you just get to think yeah. and create. So putting s- proper amounts of systems and processes into what you do helps balance that out a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. Which is kind of probably what you were getting at a little bit at the beginning when you yeah. asked the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it produces a, a result that you can defend, I think. Right. right. Which I don't know what it's like for you guys, mm-hmm. uh, but in, in my education experience people talked a lot about the ability to sell your work to prove its value Mm -hmm. Uh, the position that i have at the company i'm rarely in that chair so i have to um, by proxy basically describe why the decisions that i've made are beneficial for the people that i'm working for right because at the end of the day um if i slap a slap a bunch of posters on a desk and say here you go uh, invoice will be coming in tomorrow. Uh, I like them. That provides little to no value to my client unless mm-hmm. they also like what I like, and very right. rarely is that the case. Right. That's a, yeah. Yeah. Because they they will always have a goal or an objective or whatever, um, or an idea, or an idea of what they want already. Yeah. Well, while we have you here, notice you're wearing a really nice hat. Oh, looks like you, you designed it. I did. Uh, tell us a bit about uh, Division Baseball. All right, let's go. Uh, I think it all it did all start in uh, summer of six to nine. Summer of six to nine. Okay. Nice. Well, congrats on like the fiftieth anniversary or whatever. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, winner of two thousand fifteen, two thousand sixteen. Uh, my brother played a lot of hockey over in Morden. Mm-hmm. And they have this beautiful Manitoba Baseball Hall of Fame, which, uh, shout out to Collective, got rebranded. Ooh, yes, I saw Website, that. Website, beautiful. Uh, so I spent my intermissions rolling through this thing um, and kind of, I've always been a big baseball guy, but I got really, really hooked on this like kitschy, imperfect, but simple design aesthetic of vintage baseball. Um, in the meantime, I was really kind of not frustrated with my work, um, but creatively, I felt like I was in a bit of a, a rut. Um, I, w- I wasn't making anything that I, I felt that I was passionate about, um, which I don't feel like I'm entitled to at my job. Um, I feel like I need to make things that work for my clients. But mm-hmm. um, in the meantime, I, I also didn't feel like I made anything that I fully believed in, which was... A, a, a far bigger problem. Um, and so I felt like I needed to exercise my creativity. And one of the ways that I do that most is through kind of custom typography. 
Uh, and it gets this really bad rap from, I think, Pinterest and Instagram, where yep. there's just people with brush lettering uh, that I'm not about. Uh, typography has rules. Um, and I think that there's something fantastic about that, and you can be beautiful with with inside those confines. Um, but I'm digressing. Uh, I challenged myself to every day for 26 days uh, create a, a new logo mark, um, one for each letter of the alphabet, uh, reflecting a baseball team that didn't exist anymore. Partly because... I didn't want to face copyright infringements, um, partly because I felt like I wouldn't be influenced by any kind of perception of a current team. Um, I wasn't trying to redesign the Montreal Expos. Uh, I wanted to do things that basically were a blank slate, um, but very quickly, uh, efficiently, and um, hopefully beautifully. So I began posting these things uh, in an attempt to keep myself accountable um, and also gauge, test the waters, see if there was something there. And every once in a while, somebody would reach out and comment and be like, dude, if you made this into a hat, I would totally buy it. And every time I said, I, thanks for the love. Like, we will keep you posted. Because I didn't want to make any promises because I hadn't made any plans. Mm -hmm. uh, and then as soon as that was done, I walked through this process of um, contacting suppliers and figuring out margins and costs and all of this stuff that like made me completely hate what I was doing because I'm not a good facilitator or an administrator um, but I love to do what I'm good at um, and part of that is create uh, but I was pushing through that uh, because at the end of the day I wanted I wanted a way for this out outlet to exist legitimately. Mm -hmm. um, I should mention that every single one of these letters that I made was uh, intended to exist on the front of a baseball cap. And one of the really crazy things about baseball caps, um, if you'll notice, they're simpler than, with the exception of the minor leagues, uh, any branding in sports. Um, NBA logos, for example, they're encouraged, not required, encouraged to have a basketball in at least their primary, if not their secondary. Um, with baseball logos, like one of my favorites, uh, the LA Dodgers, it is literally just an L and an A in mono width type. But it's beautiful, it's smart, it's unique, and it's recognizable in such a way that nobody will ever be able to replace it. Hmm. And that's something really special. So I tried to keep all my applications very, very simple. Uh, I gave myself a maximum of five and had to pick from the 26 uh, four caps because I wanted the division branded one as well. So I recreated one, uh, which is the one that I'm wearing today. Quebec City Capitals, shout whoa, 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 out whoa, for your boy. Shout out for your boy, boy, boy. Uh, And three others along with... Uh, a branded division baseball cap. Um, and so that's where division baseball kind of got started. Uh, my aim is to create original vintage inspired uh, artwork that kind of honors the, that old spirit of the game of baseball um, inspired by players, teams, and, and kind of that really almost kitschy vibe that you'll get in baseball that a lot of sports don't have simply because their origins are so much more modern. 
Um, so that's my goal. That's the that's the thing. Uh, you can get at me at Division Baseball on Instagram and Facebook and DivisionBaseball.com. Yeah, we're going to bleep. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Check it out. Yeah. For real. So that uh, that's a little bit of our story. Um, I don't have anything else to say. That's great. That's really nice. <laughs> that's nice. That's good. I have a hat. Ryan. Actually, Ryan has, I think, the same hat as I do. I'm into hats now, so I want to have one. Yeah. Deal. Let's hook you up. We, yeah, I'm into it. We skipped the episode where Tim got into hats. He just did it on his own. Because so. <laughs> yeah. we went camping one weekend, and I was like, I should get a freaking hat. Yeah. Also, sunglasses. I got into Dude. both in one weekend. Wow. wow. Checking all the boxes off. Oh, yeah, it's so did. much less squinting yeah. between those two things. Yeah. Have you seen the image of the guy creating a bad radio for everybody out there? Mm. He's got a hand visor on his head, and he's trying to like block out the sun. And he's wearing a perfectly functional baseball cap <laughs> on his head. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. What is that even? His hand probably doesn't even go further than that. No, but the, the cap's backwards. No. Oh, the cap's backwards? Yeah, he's wearing <laughs> cap's oh, backwards. No. So he's got a, a bill that he can use, but he's using <laughs> he's his, in his hand, hand instead. His hat is a fashion statement yeah. only. Ooh. You could be drinking a beer and eating a hot dog with both of your hands, <laughs> but now you have to choose. So when you were uh, like finding those teams mm-hmm. to design logos for, um, what led you to like the teams that you chose? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I used a lot of Wikipedia, um, which, as Michael Scott will say, anybody can write anything about any subject. So you know you're getting the best information. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used a lot of Wikipedia, uh, but my goal was basically to find a team. Um, that I could represent with each letter. So some of the teams, um, the letter wasn't the name of the town. It was like the mascot of the club or vice versa. But uh, one thing I always tried to find was a story, something that I could communicate beyond a letter. Uh, So the hat that I'm wearing now, the Quebec City Capitals original, um, Quebec's got this deep uh, French history. And in, in French history, just the same as the Stars and Stripes are a symbol of American independence, the Fleur de Lis is a symbol of French independence. Um, and I worked, I promise you, hours on hours finding a way to uh, build the initials QC into um, the Fleur de Lis, which is a, a, a strong official symbol of France, a, a capital symbol. Um, so I kept the colors consistent with uh, Quebec's colors um, and, and tried to really model after the things that um, things that I was hearing about. Um, another one, Seattle Steelheads. You, you're thinking, heads, steel, perfect. I mm-hmm. got this. Like Something like a bad Pittsburgh Steelers logo. Right. <laughs> uh, Seattle Steelheads... Um, it refers to a steelhead trout, which is predominant in the Pacific Northwest, Seattle area. PNW. So even in, in, in that, you start to see kind of how, it, how it's valuable to the area, right? Hmm. You're communicating something about the region and about the team. Uh, so that was a goal of mine was to always have something more than just a letter, have something that I was trying to represent or communicate. Nice. Mm-hmm. 
Nice. Dang. Really long-winded, mm-hmm. but I think we brought no, it back. Oh, that's very nice. It was yeah. really fun watching that all unfold. Yeah. Thank you. Because I knew like you describing gonna... it just now. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. But I knew something nice was going to come out for that whole month. Thank you. On a regular basis, it was very fun. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, that was like me all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was very fun. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Loved it. I don't know that that was maybe the best way to do it because now I'm stuck in this thing where I was. Uh, I was a content creator, but really what I wanted to do was sell baseball caps. Right. <laughs> but the way that I got all of the love that I got was from people wanting to see new designs. And more and more right. content all the and time. I can't purchase all those baseball caps. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I need people to buy them first. Totally. So it's... Uh, That's why you're on here, so that other thousands of listeners... So. Shout out to you. Use <laughs> promo code. Thousands of listeners. Thousands of listeners <laughs> on divisionbaseball.com for a 50% off discount. Thousands of listeners, all caps, <laughs> no spaces. No letter. No, sorry. No, no numbers. <laughs> no, all, no numbers. All you have to spell out thousands. No special symbols. All right, Adam. Word on the old street is you have some juicy WIRs, or should I say, would you rathers for us? Oh, or just one, maybe. Baby. It's juicy. Oh. Ooh. Like I haven't a, had a juicy one in a while, I feel like. No, it's been a while. This it's is, been a, this long, is a, a long while. I'm really digging myself a hole here. Yep. Mm-hmm. But Better this be dang is like good. Otherwise, Wagyu beef hole. Juicy. Like a celery water stick juicy. Oh, my God. Let's not go there. <laughs> Shout out to Charles. Come at me, bro. Celery is the best vegetable. Come on the pod to discuss. Anytime. Wait, Wait We what? were the ones that were against celery, not Charles. Charles is, although, Charles is for although celery. Although, if you listen to the last episode, Charles joined our team and now is also against celery. I thought so. Charles was reverse taking spell- celery with spinach. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's saying, you hate celery? Spinach is good and it's basically like spinach. Wait, really? <laughs> Wasn't that what he was saying? What I, did he say? I don't remember. He talked about spinach. He said, you boys ever tried spinach? No, he's like... Hey, Ce- just no, he said celery. That is a water vegetable. That's Have a you water ever stick? heard of spinach? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what he said. I thought water he just wanted to know if we'd ever heard of it. Maybe he was talking about it in a good way and we took it in a bad way. Regardless, we slammed him V-hard. We hate no, celery. But, <laughs> but at, again, last episode, Charles said that Right, he agrees with us now. So. Charles, he re- he hit me himself. back at Division Baseball. <laughs> Clarify your takes on celery. I won't reveal you to the boys. Doesn't matter. Oh. We hate celery. It's the worst thing ever in the world. Mm. It's one of the worst things ever in vegetables. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> okay, ready. I'm ready to go like full on Dwight in the dojo at this thing. Do the would you uh, Let's do the would you rather. <laughs> let's do the would you rather. Okay, excellent. So I need you guys to do some googling. For the listeners at home, Googling, Googling. I would, I would like them. to I would like to suggest to you some Googling as well. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. It's nothing dirty. It's just like maybe mildly upsetting, but okay. it's okay. definitely safe for work. Here you go. Type in trypophobia, T-R-Y-P-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. Is it T-R-Y or T-R-I? T-R-Y. And then go look at the images. And you just need to get an understanding of what I'm talking about here. Okay. Whoa. Looks like a beehive or something. Yeah. No, it looks like a beehive. So once... You- oh! oh. <laughs> Did you click images when I clicked oh. images? <laughs> it's super disturbing. I need some context here. Okay. Why is it happening? To- oh. Have you have you seen this, John? 
Yeah, I, Johannes? I'm aware of it. Okay. 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 So now keep this image in your mind. <laughs> Would you rather have I'm gonna puke. teeth for hair or hair for teeth? It, it does make it interesting having that in my mind. Um, hair for teeth. Why do I have to look at the gross? <laughs> <laughs> teeth for. Teeth. I'm trying to think about all the implications. Okay. 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 Teeth or hair for hair. So molars. On, on your, your dome. On your dome. Yeah. And hair in your mouth. Yeah. I oh. think whole oh, I would gag forever. Teeth for hair. <laughs> I would also I would constantly be long, does if it I grow? have one hair in my mouth, I'm your, your puking. teeth? Did, no, yeah, does your hair teeth does it you have to get it cut? Or I guess uh, you in your mouth. You you get it ground. You get it polished. Like instead of going to the hairdresser. You go for like a dental cleaning on. You get a little your, buff. Oh, yeah. buff I mean, your I mean, the, I mean, in the, your mouth. The, the, in your mouth hair. Oh, do you? Does that grow? I think you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm 100% teeth on my head. Well, then I would just buzz it. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. Where does all the hair go? It's all in your like, mouth. <laughs> <laughs> all the hair you cut off, you have to spit out, and so much is gonna be left behind. You'd just be that gummy smile guy, but instead of no <laughs> yeah. teeth, you've got stubble. <laughs> but what happens when you when you have long hair or long teeth, and uh, <laughs> and you let out a laugh, it's just like <laughs> like the Dr. Zoidberg from Futurama. Nobody. Oh yeah, yeah I think yeah, it's yeah. like that's SpongeBob that's like... when either Squidward or SpongeBob's lips right. go out and they're flapping in the wind, like that kind. But of with thing. hair, right? But with hair. What was the purpose of looking at the trypophobia? Because. Those like holes all over. That's yeah. kind of what the teeth would look like on your dome. Oh, okay, that's <sighs> so gross. And it made it hard for me to make that. Choice. Yeah, they like pop out of the holes. But think about it. It's I'm gonna look that. Oh yeah, good. I deleted that tab. What is trypophobia? Just people that don't like holes all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> is that actually what it is? Yeah, it's like it, it, I think it's that like irregular patterns. Yeah, or something, but like. Primarily holes. Yeah. Why are people like putting it on their hands? hands? Irregular pattern. They don't cluster. Put it small on. holes or bumps. I, I think a lot of those are recognized. Oh, I don't want to have teeth on my head. I know it, that for sure. That'd be a bad time, but so. <laughs> I think I would still like to have teeth in my mouth. Yeah, me oh, too. So, so you still have teeth just in your mouth. Just be useful to have, just teeth have extra teeth on your hair. Yeah. Do you have? <laughs> When you grow up with a baby teeth and they all come off. <laughs> <laughs> you have really wispy oh, baby hairs. Babies would be so upset when they're teething. <laughs> they're just like... There's <laughs> a million teeth. Just rubbing stuff on their head. Uh, he's teething. <laughs> Everybody would wear a hat. Because they would cover it up. Good thing you're a hat guy now. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys decide? Uh, I'm going with teeth. Wait. On your head and in your mouth? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Are you going to mm. eat anything with hair in your mouth? Smoothies, man. Blend it. Ooh, but hairy smoothies. No, you would... If you're going... If you can buzz it off, then I would... Mm. Oh. That's part of your skull. Those teeth. That's your bones. You're wearing a bucket for the rest of your life. Get a job where you can wear a hat and get a hat on yeah. there. Add division baseball. <laughs> Get it? Hey, <laughs> good that's plug. what this question was. Oh, can you pull them all? I'm trying to. I'm too many workarounds here. Okay, then you've got holes on your head. I'm too many. Yeah, that's right. You have holes on then your you head. You got holes. 
I'm gonna you just want to be that gummy guy. I don't want to be, but I don't want to have teeth on my dome. I want teeth. Yeah. I can't have gummies. For your no. dome. <laughs> yeah. Nah, teeth on my dome and in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Teeth. I want the hair, teeth. Hair I can't teeth. have gummies. That's the game changer. What do you choose? <laughs> That's not how this goes. I think it is. Ah, shoot. <laughs> Should have never come on the pod. <laughs> I go teeth for dome as well. That. So people are going to look at you just a little bit funny. Right. Right. But I feel like the the upside to having teeth in my mouth is that I get to eat all my favorite foods. That's true. Well, thank you, Adam, for that. Very juicy take on uh, Would Hope, You Rather. Hopefully everybody Googled that. Oh, or hopefully, yeah. Don't worry. It's not that bad. Just Google it now if you didn't already. Yeah, you really might have trypophobia. Yeah. John. Self-diagnosis. <laughs> is Charles back? Charles is well back. Oh. Uh, well back. Back and well. Tell I us hope. more. So, on the last episode, uh, our, at this point, nearly co-host Charles Barkley, uh, not of NBA fame, but actually, <laughs> maybe. For all we know, could be. Uh, so, we asked, we had asked Charles what's uh, their favorite fruit, and so Charles responds. Number one, a good watermelon. Oh, not a, not a not a bad one. For in sure. case any of you are thinking, oh, he must like bad watermelons. No, nobody likes okay. bad watermelons. Good You're dumb watermelon. For considering that, thank you, Charles. Is that maybe a, a little elitist, though. Uh, no, because bad watermelons literally water. That is the most literal interpretation of water that fruit offers us. Yeah, bad Charles. Watermelon. It's the celery fruit. Charles, Charles, Charles. Yourself. Don't even mention that word again. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Wait, did Charles like celery? We're no. having Charles like celery originally. At originally. Earlier, where we water stick was actually a good thing. Yeah. Or no, no, no. It's like that's all it is. It's only we water stick. It can't it. be that bad. Anyways, what else is it? So hmm. Charles does love water. Melon. Water melon. vegetables and now water fruits. Right. Watermelon. Uh, number two, a good, again, good, a mm-hmm. uh, good sweet seedless grapes. Ooh, oh, seedless. Yeah. I don't okay. have any seeded grapes. That's a triple condition. Yeah. Good, sweet, and seedless. Yeah. Wow, this guy is very specific about his fruit <laughs> opinions. Keep going. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, pineapple. Okay. Mm, all right, sure. all right, all right. Anything goes with pineapple I there. I feel like pineapple. It doesn't when you've had fresh, Good like pineapple, fresh pineapple. Fine. Bad pineapple? Fine. That's the highest risk, though. Yeah. Because you get that brown alcohol pineapple. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. And once you've had fresh pineapple from, like, the islands... It's another level. Like even yeah. McDonald's pineapple in Hawaii is like next level. Keep going. Newfoundland. We're talking. Yep. PEI. PEI. We're talking all the those. islands. The islands. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Charles finishes off. Y'all ain't the worst. And am I the only one listening to these pods? So thanks for another question. <laughs> um, let's uh, go through this one. Uh, I don't know who wants to go first. Who has an opinion on this? Is Charles Barkley the only one listening to these pods? It's hard to know. First off, I mean, hurtful we can, that you would assume that. That's all, actually. That's my whole statement. I, th- I think he he's saying it in a supportive way, as in like oh, nobody else you? is asking questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's calling yeah, out yeah. our like, listeners. Uh, yeah, yeah, We're yeah. friends with Charles now. Feels that way, doesn't it? Yeah. He likes watermelon. Uh, I mean, who doesn't like watermelon? I mean, to answer your question, okay. uh, iTunes says we do have some listeners. 
And yes, so, and it's not just you over and over again. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, two of those <laughs> listeners are me. I listen to each podcast twice on both devices. Remember wow. to unsubscribe and then resubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> just make us feel really good about ourselves. Yeah. Thanks, man. Uh, okay. But the story doesn't end there. Uh, we now have uh, sub- a submission from someone going by Gnarls Barkley. Uh, certainly, this, this is- could be Danger Mouse's band. Could b- just be a pseudonym. Uh, Gnarls says, hello, Tim, Ryan, and especially John. So, thank you. Especially John. Okay. Congrats okay, okay, to okay. you. What is that thank about? You. I mean, I get, you know, I get <laughs> He put me in there first, which is good, but especially John. <laughs> Brian, in the you're middle. in the middle. You're in the worst position right now. <laughs> I don't like you he's already. Probably, he's probably one of the fans you lost way earlier. Yeah. Ooh. Sorry that you eat gluten and I don't. Gnarls. Gnarls, <laughs> <laughs> please respond and let us know if you're one of the fans that Ryan lost early on. Uh, don't ask Gnarls that question. says, I'm a longtime listener, first time commenter. Please relay this message to Charles. So, uh, Charles, are you listening? Stay with me here. This is in quotes from Gnarls to Charles. Uh, <laughs> everybody else is still allowed to listen in, but Char- Gnarls says to Charles, spinach, that is a vegetable. Have ever heard of fruits? <laughs> <laughs> what? Now, just, is that the whole be, question? I want to be fair to Gnarls here. I'll, I'll say it again. That is a vegetable. Have ever heard of fruits? <laughs> Did the vegetable have ever heard of fruits? This guy's scholarship came from Scots for Tots. Uh, That's his college education. They put them in ice cream, case closed. Fruits? I think vegetables. (laughs) No, fruits. Okay, let's try this again. There's been no case against fruit, my dude. Spinach? Charles wasn't against fruit. Spinach? Question mark, question mark. That is a vegetable. Have ever heard of fruits? They put them in ice cream, case closed. Oh, yeah. They put... Fruits in yeah. ice cream, so the case is closed. What case? Of ice cream. Uh, it's oh. going to melt. <laughs> Put it in the freezer. Charles, there is no case. This case you allude to is elusive to our brains. The real Charles Barkley knows about the ice cream. The quote-unquote ball is in your quote-unquote court. Oh, so yeah, that's like kind of a colloquial saying. He doesn't actually mean that a ball is in your court, but... Rather, it's, uh, r- rather, it's your turn to now respond, I think, Charles. So uh, tune in next week. Hopefully, Charles, uh, please respond to Gnarls and to us. How did Gnarls especially talk to you? I Nothing that was said <laughs> in that was directed towards you in any way. Did anyone else notice that? The, that's true. I feel like you're the guy that lost a listener, and now you're trying to entitle yourself. I'm just sad. Gnarls, we're glad to have you. But you are. I'm hating I, on all of our writer inners, so. So th- that's going to be a problem. <laughs> I'll work on it. Can I ask this? Mm-hmm. Do no. we believe that Charles Barkley is the real Charles Barkley? It's definitely on the table. <laughs> it's about 50-50. And there's no way of knowing. So yeah, we there's assume, no way to know. So that leads us to I conclude, mean, yes, it is. Yeah. I like these odds. Yeah. The odds are ever in Tim's favor. Round up. Yeah. Plus half full. Yeah. One time, I got less than 50% on maybe or maybe not uh, pre-cal mathematics. <laughs> I also did that in pre-cal mathematics. Yeah. May or may not have been less than 50. But then magically, it turned into a 50. Yeah, and see, my teacher hated me, so magically mine stayed <laughs> as a 47. <laughs> <laughs>
And I magically had yeah. to retake math in grade 10. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what, grade 10 math teacher? You set me on the course to... What's regular math called in high school? Consumer. Small you business. set me on the course of consumer math for the rest of my high school career because of probably me. <laughs> <laughs> I will not put that on you. Partially on you. I need to sort this out in my mind. So, mm. Gnarls Barkley thinks that Charles doesn't, doesn't like fruit. Or, or he's saying spinach is better than fruit. Maybe he was saying... Charles, you said, have you ever heard of spinach? Charles, have you ever heard oh, of fruit? We can actually uh, answer Gnarls' question. We blew right past it. Have ever heard of fruits? <laughs> I'm like, it, so Charles did say his three favorite fruits. So uh, to answer your question, Gnarls. Uh, On behalf of Charles. Charles uh, have ever heard of fruits. He have. I think, though, Gnarls actually answered Charles' question because... Charles wanted to know if he was the only one listening to this pod, Ooh, and clearly wow. Gnarls has not. So Gnarls came in a, a little bit confrontational, behind. but I think Gnarls and Charles uh, have a lot more in common than they than they know. In the fruit category. In the fruit category. Yeah. In that they've heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that they've heard and that it. they know of fruits. And that one, one of them knows that it goes in ice cream case closed. <laughs> <laughs> Pro tip for all you listeners out there If you put your fruit in the ice cream Please close the case (laughs) Or have you at that point effectively close the case Simply by putting it into the ice cream This is over (laughs) (laughs) Oh now I know why they said Ball is in your court Because it's basketball (laughs) (laughs) Because of Charles Oh Still excessive quotes I'm convinced that this is two sides of the same person. Yeah, I'm also convinced. Have you ever seen that SpongeBob episode where abrasive SpongeBob comes out? <gasps> no, but it ends it's up like just being the, it's like a sponge, you know, like the yellow sponge. Oh, yeah. While the other side is the green. Oh rough why? Side, and then that part comes out of SpongeBob, and it's bad. That's, That's so my smart. favorite kind of sponge. Yeah, this is him. Well, thanks, Gnarls and Charles. Uh, we look forward to hearing more from you in the future. Mm. Uh, before we close this case, um, you guys have any recommendations? Hmm. Our favorite game of the show. Do you have any recommendations? Do you, you know this yes. part of the show? Yes. You can, uh, you can begin. I have two. You may. First is uh, podcast. Do go on. Do go on. Fantastic podcast. If you like what these guys are doing, a couple people joking around, having a lot of fun, producing great content. Having a laugh. Have, having a laugh. Having a laugh. Having a laugh. That's mean. Don't cut that out. I was just trying to jump I'm going to make that part louder. <laughs> <laughs> make that the intro. Strongly recommend that. Nice. nice. I did promise two. The second one is uh, following John, Tim, and I on Dribbable. Mm. Three Bs. Yeah. Dot com. Thanks. Yeah, just a subtle plug to me slash everybody else. Well, except for me. <laughs> except for you. Uh, I'm going to recommend an album, as I tend to do recently. This one is called Changes, and it's by the band Vacations. And, uh, what? When did that come out? sounds pretty nice. Oh, not Vacationer. No, not Vacationer. This is just Vacations. Everybody loves Vacations. Um, I'm going to recommend an album as well, but it's not a new one. It's not from this year, but the album name is a year. 
1989. T. Swizzle. Correct. I've been John, a bunch lately. Father John Misty. No, but oh. there is a version by uh, Father John Ryan Misty. Adams, which I will also recommend at the same time. Is it Ryan Adams? Yeah. Yep. He also covered the whole album, and his is also amazing. Both are super good. Uh, I'll recommend an album that I've listened to today by a band that I found out about today. It's a band called Husky. Hmm. Album name is Punch Buzz. Punch Buzz by Husky. <laughs> Punch Buzz by Husky. It's pretty chill. It's pretty good. That sounds nice. Adam. Hi. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure having you. Yeah, it was really nice. This yeah. has been so long in the making. It's true. We'll have you back. Once winter gets in and you don't have baseball as much, then we'll have you back on again. This episode was written by Tim Wall, John Duick, and Ryan Kaler. Uh, edited by Tim Wall. Theme song by Tim Wall. We might be using a version of it that was written by me. Coffee by Whitecap. Uh, website by Collective. Uh, make sure you go to divisionbaseball.com. Use the promo code we mentioned because we're for real about this. Ooh. Get you some 50% off, Holmes. Yeah, it's a good deal. Uh, divisionbaseball.com and uh, use that discount. Thousands of listeners, all caps, <laughs> no spaces. No letter. No, sorry. No, no numbers. <laughs> no, no, all, no numbers. All you have to spell out thousands. No special symbols. So now the quote-unquote ball is in your quote-unquote court. Case closed. Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs>